Bienvenidos a la Swan y nos vamos. You guys, y ahora es un día muy especial. ¿Y por qué, por qué estoy hablando en español? ¿Por qué, por qué ay, sería que ay, estoy hablando ay. en español ahora? Y es no, súper, súper especial. No sé, porque parece que el sabadito lindo querido oh, es independiente. México lindo y querido. Ay, Disculpen las orejas. <laughs> sí, yes, sí, guys. Sí. Saturday is. Wait, Saturday, right? Yes. Saturday is el día de la independencia de México. Yes, it is. Are we so excited about qué, qué vamos a hacer? ¿Qué planes tenemos? Well, I know Mexico does a big thing starting yeah. Friday. No, starting Saturday uh -huh. to Sunday. Do you know what would be so awesome to go to? Um, it sure will be to awesome the, to, to go, go see to. the grito. Donde hacen el grito. Yes. Yeah, guys. So, how many years? Like 213 years ago, México dijo, you know what? I'm tired of this grandpa. And they decided to, you know, they, they ended up going for, they, they went in a war for about 10 years. Yes. And, no, 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 not 10 years, 11 years, uh -huh. 11 years. I'm like, the math wasn't mathing up. So 11 years and fun fact. So se celebra el día de, de independencia el 16 de septiembre. Ok. Right? Porque. So el 16 de septiembre de mil, ¿qué viene siendo? De 1810. No. El, hey, gracias. El uh -huh. mil, 1810, um, México empezó la batalla to, you know, It took a whole 11 years for them to gain their independence. Y el 27 de septiembre del, dos, del, del 2000, hoy no oh, más. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no fui a la del, del 1821 fue cuando, when, when they actually finally got their independence. So yo creo que lo que, lo que están contando fue cuando empezó todo. Like that's something that, that's being celebrated. But I believe it was September 27, correct? Yeah, so September 27. So el septiembre 20, 27 fue cuando, like, like that's when they, like, se acabó todo. They said, Victoria, whatever. Against And then who? they said, against los españoles. Yes, yes. So, so los españoles said, wah, wah, wah. And Mexico said, viva Mexico. A crazy thing. My mom was born in September 27. <gasps> that's right. That's crazy. I didn't know that fact for that's her, from right. her. That's right. Ay, perdón, en yeah. su día. Feliz cumpleaños a, a, Ay, a, a la mamá de Lorenzo. We don't want to say no, her name. No, Jay. Okay, the Jay. Sorry. <laughs> And ha oh, it's Jasmine's birthday on the 16th, too. Oh, mírala. Yeah. ¿Es And mexicana? Then Yeah, she's Mexican. <laughs> no, yeah, because I was like, wait, your Mexico's like, oh, it's, it's an Independence Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. Así recuerda su birthday, huh? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm pretty sure she, they've done it pretty big. I don't know if they celebrate it. I don't know if she does celebrate it, but. Whoa. If you're seeing this, yeah. Jasmine's let us know. Yeah, happy birthday, girl. <laughs> Any hooters? She loves it when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, guys. So thanks to the blood, sweat, and tears. Are we, I don't know if we're allowed to say blood, but I said it. I said it. I said it. But yeah, there was a lot of, you know, they had to go through a lot. So thanks to, thanks to you know, them winning their independence, we're able to go to Mexico. You're able to go to Mexico. Almost everyone's able to go to Mexico, right? Yes. So Mexico, man. Ever And basically since be born. Thanks to them, oh, we yes. were born as you well. You were born in Mexico, hey, too. Hey, sí, pero también eres mexicana y yes, you were so born as a Mexican. Yes, so cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers. Yes, yes, yes. Cheers to, to you being born Mexican. Day. Cheers to Mexicans and independence. And to everybody that basically won the war. Everyone who won the war. Thank you. Cheers to that, guys. Una, dos, tres. No, hold on, hold on. Pa' arriba, pa' abajo, pa' el centro y pa' adentro. Pa' el centro. Ay. 
Okay. Es una profesional, gente. Ya necesita chaser. No, I do. Because no me lo tome bien because I didn't take a deep breath in. I was like... Mm. Well, yeah, there's a limit of chaser if you want. No, and what more than celebrating with tequila <sighs> on September, you know, for Independence Day? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because that's basically our known uh, alcohol. Yep, yeah. Or liquor to be exact. I know. And where did I, where did I learn that you have to take a deep breath in? When we went to taste it, I don't remember where I ended up learning that. But anywho... So, yes, you I know, well. Mexico, they just have a beautiful culture. And thankfully, the, when, when I now that I'm now that I got older, a couple, like, well, yeah, now that I'm older, I w I'm able to embrace the culture a little bit more because I mean, growing up, I didn't know much about the culture. I just knew that, you know, it was Mexico, Mexico. My parents weren't in Mexico and that my parents and their ranchos, and that I was Mexican, my parents are Mexican, y los ranchos, y que los terrenos, <coughs> y que da, 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 da. I so, know, I think that's one of the first words we learned, huh? rancho. El rancho. I know, mm -hmm. anytime that I say, oh, tu rancho, you know, but you're, you weren't even born in rancho, so I apologize. Okay. I apologize because I'm always saying rancho, but I'm like... I bet in one... One time on earth was once upon a time. Yeah, no. once upon once upon a time, um, it, was a it was it was a little ranchito. So yeah, guys. So I mean, like I said, Mexico has a beautiful culture, and I feel like I have been I've been able to um, I've had the opportunity to be exposed to it. Well, we have we've both been able to experience our culture a little bit more. We we have had the opportunity to go to Mexico like a bunch of times. Y juntos, chao. Y juntos, cha cha. <laughs> So the first, so, um, we've, we've gone to a couple trips and, um, some of those trips have been, you know, like the very touristy areas and some of those places, like they talk about, like we've had, a t uh, the opportunity to learn about tequila and we've had the opportunity to learn about chocolate and even like within our own culture, we learned like language, and animals. Slang, animals, like so many things that, you know, we didn't think made Mexico mm -hmm. and it's not. And it, and it pretty and much just dates it back from like way, way back then. Sorry, go ahead. And I'm not trying to throw you off, but it is crazy because it's, you know, the neighborhood of the states here in mm -hmm. the United States. But you go over there to the Caribbean. That's mm -hmm. crazy how we do have Caribbean yep. in Mexico. And when you see the animals, you're like, what the heck? You yeah. wouldn't expect that. I know. Yeah. So with that being said, I want to provide, I want to, you know, just share a couple of some of my favorite facts. Okay. Let and if you want to, here. if you want to share some of your favorite facts, you guys, you too, if you guys want to share some of your favorite facts for those of you who are watching, for those of you who are listening, because I know sometimes, you know, we just got to put something on so that we can be listening. So if you're trapeando, if you're, <laughs> I don't know, cocinando, working, cocinando, cocinando, working out, algo que yo no estoy haciendo ahorita, pero. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy some of these fun facts and feel free to chime in you too lenchito if you guys if you want to um, chime in and share some of your fun facts so or just you know elaborate on some of mine so one of the first ones is um pretty much empezando con la bandera de mexico right i have it on my shirt i don't know how many times i've worn this shirt how many times have i worn i think it's like three times no importa tú no sigue importa. <laughs> so the first one is la bandera de mexico cuáles son los colores que tiene la bandera de mexico empezando de la izquierda a la derecha. Wait, siguiente derecha, izquierda. No, vas a confundir a todos los okay. listeners. I'll, I'll point at it. So green está, la, la bandera de México tiene verde, uh -huh. blanco en el medio sí. y rojo al... A la derecha. A la derecha, a la derecha. So, verde, lo que significa verde es de que representa um, hope. 
How do you say hope? Esperanza. Uh -huh. So representa esperanza y también representa... Yeah, that's it. Pretty much hope, right? Okay. So hope brings it back to the war, right? Like they were hoping that they would regain their independence. Mm -hmm. um, why? La, la parte blanca de la bandera significa purity. Uh, Puridad. How do you, is that how you say? Is that right? Oh, a little no sabe, mejor, mame. A lo mejor es Spanglish, mi gente, pero ustedes entienden. Ajá, uh ajá. -huh, uh -huh. So... Not impureza, puri, puridad. Yeah, puridad. Wait, what's that water called? E pura. Uh -huh. Pero yeah. tú sigue, okay, la, la gente sigo, lo sabe. Okay, and then going on, moving on, is, that, is red. What do you think red stands for? Uh, Put it down in the comments. Tiene que Put it down ser la, básicamente la sangre de Abushed. Yes, period. Yes, so it does stand for, it does stand for blood that was shed. And... That's pretty, that's pretty much it for the colors. So what's in the middle? Like, I know we said the white, but what's in the middle of the, of Todo the flag? Todo lo que tenemos los mexicanos no pales aprende. I hate you. <laughs> hey, I'm proud of my nopal. <laughs> so it's funny because like, yes, there's a, there's a nopal, but what's standing on top of the nopal? La águila. La águila. Okay, we're and trying to give visuals. The, it's not the American eagle. No, not the American eagle. It's actually the golden eagle, which is, Ay. which is actually, I think it's Mexico's, um, national bird. bird yeah so the eagle so there's a funny story no i guess kind of funny story <clears throat> which takes it back to um way 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 back then with the, with the aztecs mm -hmm. so there was a belief that if a, an eagle landed wherever it is that an eagle landed um that's pretty much that's going to tell the aztec like okay this is where we can Migrate. Um, this is where we, yeah, this is pretty much where we can migrate. This is where we can um, start um, our own little colony, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how, so that's how it pretty much started that supposedly an eagle landed on top of a cactus. And I can't remember what it was. I, I didn't see anything about the snake, but it was pretty much, um, it pretty much represents that, okay, this is where we can start. Or like ownership, you know, like. Like, like planting like, your flag. Yeah, planting a flag. Yeah, yeah. planting a flag. I wonder if that's where the nopal in the frente started. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That's a good one. I'm like, if we had a shot, I'd take a shot to that. Yeah, yeah. Pues ahí la botella para que vean, mi gente, también la botella viene de una tequilería de puras damas. So. Yes. ¿Cómo se llama la tequilería? Uh, la Gritona. La gritona, uh -huh. porque uh, atiendes, vamos a andar gritando. De verdad, ya empezamos y vamos a, a, a seguirle. Y esta es la, 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 la botella famosa de, de mi vlog. Si no la han visto, tenemos un vlog para mi birthday. Uh, tienes, tenemos. mejor dicho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ok, ok. Hey, but thank you. I appreciate it. I didn't really know the facts of the Mexican flag. And thank yeah. you for sharing that with us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're welcome. Ok, so second fact, uh, second fun fact that, that, that we have is, um, is our food, right? ¿Quién no conoce que los tacos, que el pozole, que esto y otro? What's your Mexican, favorite Mexican dish? Voy a decir los frijoles. ¿Los frijoles? Uh -huh. Para andar bien, pero... <laughs> si no es con tequila, es con frijoles. Si no con... I know. So what's your... No, but what's your favorite dish? Frijoles? You love frijoles? Like Mexican dish? Like, me like a Mexican dish. Like, you know, you can be like, damn, I love this. Like si, es algo, si es algo clásico, pues frijolitos con opales. Uf, you know Pero si es algo them. así como más extravagante que no sé cuándo se iniciaron las enchiladas. Las enchiladas, I know, you're always con asking queso for enchiladas. y cebolla. But it's funny because like, 
um, everyone has like their different way of making enchiladas I because see. the way um, the way that my mom makes enchiladas, tu mamá las hace completamente diferente. Puede ser que unos somos españoles y otros franceses. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Así se, así se fue evolucionando la, la enchilada. A lo mejor la enchilada was probably like picosa, picosa. And now my, like my mom doesn't make it spicy. No, pues ni modo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... Fun fact is that the national dish, like the, the national dish is, guess what? Uh, it's your dad. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, um, dang, I have it, but I can't say the name. Hold on, no, no. I know, I know it's my dad, yes. but I can't remember the name. Um, as I know it's Chile, es de Puebla. Uh -huh. It's with rice, mm -hmm. with um, chicken. Uh -huh. But I can't remember the name. It's that is paste. crazy. Yes, I can't remember no? it. No? Okay. That went blank. Mole. But I know what it is. Yes, yeah, mole. Yes, the national dish is mole. Hablando, shout out to Jay, because he said the other day, it's a mentojo mole. So, if you're listening to Lore, his son wants a mole. Oh, no more. Hey, when is the day? Because your, your mom always makes a, a, a mole for your for the day of San Lorenzo, no? Yeah, San Lorenzo, August yeah. 11, day, no, go, uh, August 10, one day before your birthday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'll probably insert, yeah, I'll insert a picture of what, what mole looks like so it's a mole. Like, put it down in the comments. Comments, guys put it down in the comments what's your favorite mexican dish like all-time mexican dish it's probably something that's not well known but maybe something that you're no, not no? i guess so how yeah. you comment that mm -hmm. they basically have different styles mole is one of the main dishes and i guess that's why it's probably the main dish mm -hmm. there's way more ways to make mole yeah like they sell you a bunch of i'm gonna say spices, powder, spices powder of chilies to mm -hmm. be able to make it yeah, so it's just it's pretty mole. That's pretty much what it is. Just, just like you mentioned, just a mixture of like a bunch of stuff, and eventually it just. And some people even add Spices. chocolate. Yeah. yeah, some people add chocolate just to, and and it gives it like a little a sweet, sweet taste. Yeah, yeah, like a little sweet twist, which brings us to the to the next thing. Um, where was it? Was it in? Um, ¿Cómo se llama? ¿Cómo se llama ya en the first trip that we went to? The first trip that we ever uh, went to. Puerto Vallarta. But was it in Puerto Vallarta or was it in um, Cancun where we learned about chocolate? Well, well either way. Cancun is what we learned in Escaret. So, yeah, if you guys ever go to Cancun, make sure if it's your first time, don't miss out in Escaret. You guys have to go. Like, it's, 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 it's like beautiful. a learning experience. And again, we will go again and again and again. Ooh, Pero el problema is a little bit expensive, kind of, mm -hmm. but worth oh, it. it. Uh -huh. But like we already done it a couple of times. So we kind of, you know, put it on the back end. But mm -hmm. if somebody new goes with us, we will be glad to go yeah. and take them there. Ooh, how about we do an episode when we uh, pues, when we go out there? Yeah, we'll do si another pasa. episode, guys. Um, but a ver, maybe, maybe later on in the, in the along the line. Um, like our experience and everything that we've done there. So that's something that we can do. Um, and going on with the chocolate, I mean, just really briefly, I guess that's something that dates it back from the Aztecs as well. Mm -hmm. Fun fact, another fun fact. And I did it. Yeah, and, and this you, is you something. You should have learned this one. Is got it. I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. That's why I'm bringing it up because when I was like doing my research, I was like, oh my gosh, I remember that story. Like there was that, like our, like the guy that was in charge of the, of the little, um, the chocolate process the making yeah the, the process of making chocolate like and we literally made chocolate oh, i wish i would have gotten rid of it but it got todo 
with ants. Okay, because it's like it's a, it's it's something so exciting that you know you're learning about your culture and something so simple that you can just buy from the store. Like it has freaking history. What was gonna be your comment about the chocolate though? That oh. was that it, or you had no. something else? Because I have something that's why. Oh, you do? No, but go for it. I'll let you go for it. No, go I, because I, what if I spoil yours? Yeah, no, no, no it's fine. Well, we probably have the same thing. Chocolate guys yes. back in the day was basically like gold for us. Mm-hmm. That was our gold trading mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of us not having gold, the uh, Aztecs would trade mm-hmm. chocolate because it was something that uh, the Spaniards w- didn't know about. Uh-huh. So again. Every time you guys eat a piece of chocolate and it's basically uh, dark chocolate, yeah. remember it as that's your goal for the Mexicans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or Latinos maybe as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just along with that, dating it back to like the Aztecs, Moctezuma was the was the emperor or the ruler of the of the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess they would serve him chocolate. That's what chocolate like TL. Mm-hmm. They know, don't the basically. They have a different type yeah, of language. Yeah, like it's, a, it's, a, it's They have their own it's language, native, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's their native language. I love that. And um, they would serve him warm chocolate, chocolate, which is pretty much hot chocolate without you know with us, and um, they would serve it to him every single day. Pues yo quisiera hacer él también. Porque yo con mi next quill cuando estaba chiquito siempre lo hacía. O mejor uno puro. Yeah. And, you know, I know we're talking about a lot, a lot about chocolate, but they said that the place where you can find the best chocolate is in Oaxaca. Mm, Oaxaca Which, might have to be a place we travel to. I heard it's beautiful out there, too. And I heard that there's there's a beach out there, so maybe I'll come <laughs> I'm special. I love swimming. Like, I, I mean, like I told you guys before, like I, I love swimming anywhere where the water is like swimmable. I'm going to go. So, okay. So going back to Oaxaca and Mole. Okay. So, you know, Mole is really big in, um, and like Oaxaca is very known for like their spices and everything. So maybe that's why their, their chocolate is, is, is well known and, and that it's better there because they're known for like the spices and all that stuff so i don't know just a little just a little thought that i have no it could be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and last fact something that we all love around the world probably is tequila pour me a shot pour me a shot mm-hmm. pour me a shot before we get into this one so while actually while you're get while you're pouring a shot okay i'll go over the the fun facts and if you guys have like guys drop down in the comments what's your favorite type of food what's your What's your favorite, your favorite tequila? tequila? What's your favorite uh-huh. tequila? Like, is it uh, mezcal? Which mezcal is not tequila. I learned that. It's before being processed. It's before tequila, it being right? processed and everything, whatever. But, okay, so tequila, it pretty much just takes it back again to the Aztecs. So the Aztecs, they would um, they would use the, the sap. Mm-hmm. The sap from the from the agave, yes, yeah, from the agave plant, mm-hmm. and they would ferment it, and they would pretty much just you know drink it for their not the traditions, yeah, I guess their traditions, like their ceremonies, like a ritual. and stuff, their rituals and stuff like that. So that's something that they that they would serve. So okay, so fast forward in nineteen in the nineteen seventies, mm-hmm. it was declared that that tequila was like the national. Not the drink, I guess. It, it was pretty much declared that it was like, like the national national thing in Mexico. So pretty much any tequila that, that like, let's say that. It's like um, a brand, like they're branded, basically. Yeah. It would be branded, mm-hmm. meaning like, yes, you're, you made a 
here, but it's yeah. still a brand of Mexico yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, it's the brand. It was, um, ¿cómo, ¿cómo le pusieron? It was declared to be the property of Mexico. Yeah. So Almost now, like a trademark. Mm-hmm, yeah. So yeah, like a trademark. So pretty much anyone who wants to reproduce, who wants to make tequila or something, it pretty much has to go through there and has to be stamped. So I don't know if you noticed that, like, whenever you bring um, tequila from Mexico to like the United States, that's kind of there. You go. You're helping the viewers mm-hmm. to know if tequila is for real. I don't know if this bottle has it, but yeah, a lot of the times. Bottles do have like a serial number on them. Yeah. And you're able to know like, oh, that's classic uh, real tequila, not with um, wannabe, yeah. you know. Yeah, shit, like wannabe whatever, stuff, yeah. Um, whatever yeah. ingredients they produce. Yeah, so in order, for, in, in order for tequila to be considered actual tequila, mm-hmm. original, it has to, it pretty much has to come, it, it has to come from the, what's it called? The Tequila Regulatory Council. Mm. So they pretty much decide like, okay, yeah, like this is like, they, they give you the official seal, like, yes, this is a, this is original. This is good to go. And it's not something that you pretty much just made out in your backyard in <laughs> Southern California on a Some, sunny afternoon. Yeah. Something that you produce very quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So... But yeah, um, I did have a couple more. Actually, no, I have one more. Can I do one more? Do I have time? So we love doggies. You know, we became uh, we became dog parents (laughs) two years ago. So are you? I don't know if are you familiar with the. National dog. So Mexico has a national dog, and it and it actually I didn't know the this. Cholo. The cholo, but the the, the full name se llama Choloitzunitl. Yeah, yeah I it comes back from the Aztecs as well. Yeah, and and again, it takes it back to our ancestors, the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much, um, cholo, cholo. What is it, cholo? Cholotl. It's a. Uh, it pretty much uh, means that it's a. A god of lightning and death, mm. of na- a natural death, which what the Aztecs were really big on, like you know, sacrificing yeah. to continue receiving goods and da 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 da. So, and then the second part, which is um, Itzunitl, it's just pretty much the word for dog. Mm. Itzunitl, but the word forgive her guys but she's trying she's trying to go back to her roots it's all good thank you for the information we really appreciate it because i didn't even know that sorry if i totally butchered this but this dog it's pretty much a it's pretty much a hairless dog Mm -hmm. this dog is completely hairless and you've probably seen this dog on the movie coco and i've seen it in real life yeah you have yeah have i somebody had it and yeah, he's like, nice. I brought it from Mexico. Dang. No, those dogs are, are mo- they're probably super expensive, but pretty much bringing it back to it. Um, th- this dog is, um, and, and I'll insert a picture of it, but this dog pretty much symbolizes it's, it's the main symbol. And if you noticed in the, the other Los Muertos and I never really noticed it and I didn't get the point of like, like why, uh, the dog in, in the movie Coco was, you know, such a big, um, symbol and why you know there was a part where i guess the the people who were dead were able to see them but you know how they say that dogs can see spirits uh, so um, nah, yeah nice. so that makes sense so i'm like oh okay so that's pretty much it like um it pretty much just symbolizes it's it's a really big symbol in the day of the dead and it said that the dog pretty much looks over the the people who are who have passed mm-hmm. um in their afterlife 
So pretty much that's just crazy like how how us have a dog and you know back in Egypt they have cats and yeah. they're very and they're, uh, protective about cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and see that's why they say that a, a dog is a man's best friend, but not only it's a man's best friend, but it's also a best friend of the of those who have passed. Dang, crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, that was super exciting me, exciting to uh, knowledge that you brought to us, yeah. Margarita. I know. Your favorite Margarita, you're doing work. Your favorite. That was nice. <laughs> I, I know it was like a, it was like fun fact dump, but there was some things that no, I was like, okay, I've known and I would like to share with everybody. But that especially is coming back, like how we gain our independence mm-hmm. even before, you know, we uh, won against the Spaniards. Mm-hmm. And one fun fact that I'm just going to go throw out, Love it, throw, yes. it out throw it out there. Out Way. Is that I learned that Mexico City is the oldest city <gasps> in North America, guys. Yes. So that means from Canada, the USA, and basically Mexico that become North America. Mm-hmm. So believe it or not, we could have basically had this whole everything. We could have um, big the world. piece of state <laughs> uh-huh. as a state. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a state. Mm-hmm. Then that would have been nuts. I know. So, como, so como dijo Cyan, um, Mexico, like people who fought the independence, they um, they walk so that the future generations can run. Hey, <laughs> that's right? basically true. Period. Let's take a shot for that. Bueno. <laughs> Perdón, a ti Clink. tengo que cambiar. A ver, para arriba, para abajo, para el centro y para adentro. Yo ya más me la quiero tomar, hombre. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's some good. <clears throat> it's okay. Oh, it went up. Se le fue por la nariz, mi gente. Esa no se toma así. <laughs> bueno, um, yes, thank you. We learned a little bit of independence, but we did have one of our viewers um, brought out something last week um, about, you know, I'm not going to say more to the sad side, but it's basically something that is happening here in San Bernardino and probably everywhere where there's big cities. Mm-hmm. And it, it is sad to see, um, but this is something we have to live with. And maybe, you know, in the future, we can come up with ideas and make it better. Mm-hmm. So El Coyote, shout out to him for shout bringing out. it out. He did say that, you know, there was a lot of homeless here and there is. And I think we have seen it, especially this year, grow here in San Bernardino, significant amount. And, you know, there is a lot to it, meaning a lot because there could be, you know, from people losing their jobs, from not having a shelter, like, you know, uh, uh, under their under their head of having a roof, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the rent, how high they are. So there's a lot to it. But here in San Bernardino, unfortunately, um, we did go to state of an emergency for homeless at the beginning of the year. So almost three out of four people live unsheltered. Three out of four? Three out of four. That's a lot. It is a lot. And we kind of don't see it or pay attention to it, but that's almost, you know, if you have what, one, four uh, bedroom or even a two or three, you're uh-huh. not even completing to imagine like you having that room, you should be thankful because if you only have a two bedroom, one is missing uh, a shelter and they basically represent almost as, you know, the homeless, mm-hmm. they're, they're missing their shelter as well. 
And sad to say, but one out of 14 kids it has has an unsheltered as well. That's so, so sad. somebody that goes to school, guys, um, any kid that out of the 14, they basically have an unsheltered uh, home. I know. And you know what? I mean, not to take it into like switch it into another thing. So if you that's why teach your kids and it's really important to to teach people that, you know, there's other people who are going through and, you know, be a little be a little nicer to people. Like you doesn't have you don't just because some teacher kids that oh just because they don't have name brand this name brand that or you know they just they're just not dressed like you mm-hmm. like be nice to them yeah that, I think they that have, that was mm-hmm. a big part missing from us you know the immigrants that were coming here back twenty years but I think we got taught to be nice to people just because that's part of our culture to respect everybody. Mm-hmm. And be nice to them yeah. But I think once we got to school We kind of started learning to be bullies On that type of nature of mm-hmm. like When people don't have brand stuff When you know unfortunately Some people are smelly in class mm-hmm. And that's a good fact Like you don't know what they're going through mm-hmm. And that could be one of them They don't yeah. have a house to go to Yeah and it's not their fault Poor babies I see yes um, So it's our country is 40% out of the homeless population. 40%. 40%. So for we're 40% and then the rest of the country is I would is say like about the, the country or state, yeah. Oh, I'm not sure, okay. you know, cuz San Bernardino is a big um county. County. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going off of that or they are going off of California itself. Mhm. Mm. The city has increased 175% of homeless. Our city? Yes. I can see that. That's Since that's 2017. Insane. Yeah. And factors of this is basically not affordable housing, mm-hmm. um, COVID, you know, the relief program is over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that after COVID, a lot of these homeless were moan, mostly known, not mostly known, but we were able, we're able to see the most, a lot of them now. You know, like he mentioned Coyote mm-hmm. in our parks, on our neighborhoods. Yeah. And it's, it is a um, state of emergency for the same reason, because like a lot of people don't feel safe to go parks or go anywhere where, 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 where you see these people. Where it's supposed to be family friend, friendly Correct. areas. Mm-hmm. You wish they were family friendly areas. Yeah. And they've been pretty much taken over by by the homeless. Right. Because, yeah, it is, it is scary. Not only because of like, oh, like, you know, there's people who are probably not mentally stable or, you know, they're who knows what their background is. I mean, we don't know what anybody's back. Like it can be homeless or not. We don't know what their background is, but um, like there they can be like potential hazards that that are left behind. Right. Yes. Like so they're like the needles and. Yeah. Well, that is part stuff. of the homeless. <clears throat> there is, you know, unfortunately, it could be even as waste. Mm-hmm. You know, our own human, human waste, waste um, that could be hazardous. So, yeah, there's a lot to it. And we just don't think about it as, you know, as much as we want to help homeless. Yeah. Like we do have a lot of factors that come with it. Mm-hmm. And those are the negative parts of it. Yeah. But San Bernardino is working to having a um, navigation center for them mm-hmm. um, here in the year. What does they want to say like? seven to a year. They want to have like a... Um, 
it's almost just like, like a homeless center uh-huh. they want to go ahead and build one for them we do have centers but this one is basically a new one and they want to focus to help these people mm-hmm. on that yeah. and they are providing about 224 beds for them and other resource as mental health mm-hmm. um, a health center you know they will have a washer and dryer for them okay. but this is still not enough Mm-mm. this is only if perspective um, last year itself, you know, a center that helped homeless was about 2,700 people. So you're only talking about a quarter, a quarter of the amount. Probably even less. Yeah, it is less, but this is just, you know, a, a fraction of it, basically. Mm-hmm. You're not even, como decimos, los mexicanos, we're not even making a scratch out of it, but they are trying to work onto the subject. But it's just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just a start just because it's only not even a quarter or a quarter of, of people that mm-hmm. they're being helped. But it's some, you know, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you do, because if you don't, it probably is going to even going to it's going to get worse. And it is like here in San I mean, when when I moved here in San Bernardino, I yeah, there was homeless people here and there. But um, like there's a park like near where we live and there's literally a whole community now. Like yeah, that's where Coyote was basically meant. Mentioning like yeah. it's not safe um, that street or that part of the street. Oh, absolutely it's not, not. Um, lit up. So mm-hmm. it is very dark. And unfortunately, yeah. there's other buildings that have been abandoned and people mm-hmm. are going in there. So I know they're crossing probably back and forth. And we're talking about yeah. a big rig. So, you know. That's At the last point. minute, you're not able to see. So if you're listening on San Bernardino, maybe you need to put more lights out there. More and, lights, yeah. And so Fifth Street, that it is. Maybe that's something that we can street. do too. Like we can probably just sign a petition, like, hey, light it up even more. And even like, I don't know how like the whole trucking business is going on there, mm-hmm. but. Is it like, is it something separate? Can they do something? Because I mean, a car can like barely like that mean like they can stop a little bit faster. But you know how they said that like big rigs, you can't, you know, and then también like who's who's going to be responsible? Because usually if you if you run somebody over, like, is it going to be the truck driver that's responsible for that for the if, if they accidentally? No, it's, an, it's an accident. At yeah, the end of the day, accident. it's an accident. I know. I don't know if you remember, but that's, you know, that Fifth Street when they closed the bridge in Mount Vernon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are starting to go to Rancho Avenue mm-hmm. and basically use that route to be able to go down to Colton. Yeah. There was recently a crash that somebody got hit. You don't remember that one? No, I just remember that there the was like... The windshield and stuff got damaged. No, I just remember that there's always car accidents right there on... Is it Ran- Rancho? Yeah. Rancho or Rancho. Rialto? It's Rancho. I know there's Rancho. like a poor little... Um, ¿Cómo se dice? It's just a little random street. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't even be able to tell that that street goes all the way to Colton. Uh-huh. But that is a route that you have to take now to be able to go there because mm-hmm. we don't have the Mount Vernon yeah. Bridge. I know. You know what? Yeah. Lighting will definitely be really necessary or maybe even I don't know. Like, you know how like how there's a lot of homeless people there. You know how like I think it's on uh, on one of the streets where we live and they have like the flashing one where the lights are flashing on the on the bottom. Of the of the site of the like the the crosswalk, there's yeah, like lights flashing. I think maybe that would be really helpful because like I mean, there's a lot of homeless that are probably going to be crossing. There's like a there's also like a wash there, so they're most likely going to be crossing there. And then the thing that sucks, like it's like let's say yes, you know, it's an accident that you know one of the truck drivers um, accidentally, you know, it's it's an accident, right? Because they didn't see them. It's dark. Mm. 
um, like the like what they will have to live with, right? Yeah, I mean, so it's yeah, just nobody all the way wants around. to do it. Yeah, no, nobody wants to go through that, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But it could be a possibility that this happens to you. Um, so yeah, maybe having more lighting, you know, be more cautious. Um, Fish Street, it's Route sixty six, so it's a, main, it's street a main street that you know goes all the way to I believe LA Santa Monica. So everywhere. there's always traveling in that type of area. So yeah, just be careful mm-hmm. if you are here from uh, San Bernardino. Uh, moving along with that, um, just the beginning of last year, I said 2,700 people were helped in these centers. Mm-hmm. The starting of the year here, and this is basically why we're seeing more, I believe, is um, they register about 1,000 people on shelter homeless. Just the beginning of 2023. Like people living in the shelters or just no, outer? just out. And How many again? Uh, a thousand. So I'm just saying, not, I'm yeah. just saying if last year we helped 2,700 people. Now we're already half that at the beginning of 2023 mm-hmm. was a thousand. So I would say probably this year we're going to be on the Passing the 3,000s, mm-hmm. almost 4,000 mark area yeah. that we have our people around here that are on shelter. Mm-hmm. And see, I'm wondering, like, where, like, where did, where do they all come from? Because I know there's homelessness everywhere. Like, I mean, L.A., like, you know, Skid Row, that's, it's been known for so long. So, like, where, where is everyone coming from? Like, why all of, all of a sudden it's San Bernardino, you know? Well, um, my dad used to always say that San Bernardino was almost the center of everywhere. Mm -hmm, Yeah. So, true. you know, that could be the possibility our metro does come straight here. (gasps) You're right. That could be one of the factors. We have the metro. Oh, yeah. We have the metro. We have the bus station. The the bus station... it moved. Remember, they, mm-hmm. the bus station was where was the where was the bus station at? Did we even have a bus station? Yeah, it was on. Uh, I want to say if I'm not wrong, Second Street. It's on Second Street and. Um, oh yeah, I remember. D. I had to take it there. I remember. I remember. I had to take the bus there, and it was so lonely. So they ended up moving from downtown San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still in downtown San Bernardino, but it was moved over to closer to the MetroLink, right? No, yeah. something like that. Yeah, well, it's not downtown anymore. I think it moved past. Like a little bit past downtown. Downtown. For the same reason, it was just getting bad. And, yeah, and they said, let's know. just put. I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice little station. But yeah, I guess it's it's the. It, there's a, a station there where everybody pretty much gets off. Yes. And it's just like so crazy because like I would go to L.A. Like I remember like when we would go to L.A. and like, dang, like you would see like the, the pretty much a community of. of of tents, like there was tents, there was homeless people. And I would say like, damn, that's so crazy. And then now we're seeing it here that King, now it's a little bit closer. Again, this is not a fact or not, but I mean, maybe we don't, we go to LA, but not a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say, maybe LA has Skid Row, mm-hmm. but I think San Bernardino has more than that. Mm-hmm. We have people in one area, we have people in a different area. There's like little um, populations, not populations, little homes everywhere. Uh-huh. It's not just one street. It's, we're seeing it like, you know, underneath the freeways, underneath the bridges, mm-hmm. underneath, you know, parks. 
parks. Um, so it is probably a little bit worse maybe than Skid Road. No, I mean, I, I just feel like, see, because I, we've, we're very familiar with like the streets in San Bernardino. We've mm-hmm. like, we can go, like we could say, okay, I, I'm going to drive here and it's not like that there. I can drive, you know, over here and it's really bad. But like, you know, where, where all of the, where that park is at. Is on the same so like in peso con, con no. maybe a couple, and then boom, like next you know we no, saw no because a bunch. downtown did as well. They started taking over the benches of the bus, of the bus stops. But you didn't see tents. Yes, on the tent part you no are correct, tanto. but I mean still taking bus stops mm-hmm. benches. Yeah, you know that we see that, and I mean I don't even think LA has benches. I think most of the time you have to wait standing for the. For the bus. No, because what a lot of the benches, what, what a lot of um, cities started doing with their benches, they would put like a little um, kind of like a separator. Like, I don't know if you remember, like in um, in downtown Rialto, hay como una bolita, like downtown Rialto, they, they put a bolita in the middle. But the reason why they probably started doing that was to was so that, you know, the homeless wouldn't sleep on there, which sucks. Yeah, you know, it's mean, just a, it's just such a big that's, problem. That's what I was saying. I don't. I don't I mean I don't recall any benches in um LA to mm-hmm. wait for the bus. And yeah. that could be one of the reasons. You know what I'm thinking? I know I don't I I don't know if it just makes sense cuz like I'm trying to think I know we were talking about Mexico, you know. Every country, every place has like, you know, they have they they have like the places where it's great, it's thriving, mm. and then there's other places where like, you know what, they're still kind of stuck. Right. So like me like you know how like they're like that that's what pretty much reminds me of like seeing all of those tents there is like mm-hmm. people who are just still stuck but it's just like how do you help them you know or do they even want help well there's some they do some they don't um i think if you want help and again this is not everybody mm-hmm. but i think if you want help at least you're trying to do something for yourself yeah meaning as Again, the best example that I can see, and because I see it all the time, Latinos are always trying to hustle, meaning Mm -hmm. selling tacos, selling chips, Mm -hmm. candy, flowers, whatever it is. But they're always trying to thrive for themselves. So Mm -hmm. that's why I'm using that example. Yeah. No, I see. I see what you mean. Like, see, el que quiere, quiere, el que no, pues va a batallar. And again, one, maybe... There is going to be Latinos are basically, you know, on a harsh moment that you're not you cannot say that we some people haven't been homeless or, Mm -hmm. you know, they have to ask for help. Yeah. I mean, it's just that. And see, like, like, I've always wondered, like, how you can help, like, how can you help? Like, like, I'm thinking, like, there's just so many things that, you know, people who are homeless, like, there's just so many things that you can do. But, you know, every just like everybody, just like the, you know, just like us, like, we we have to find a way to to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And just like them, it's so easy. It's probably, I don't know, maybe they have a, they have a, a background, right? A lot of, maybe a lot of homeless people do have a criminal background because maybe they've had to, um, you know, rob a store, you know, rob or, or like do something to make ends meet. Yeah. So the way that we make ends meet, it's going to, it's, it's, of course it's different for them. Like, so I don't know. I will give you a percentage and I have two more facts Ooh, and one it. of the go facts on that's going to be like where, where they see a lot of homeless come mm-hmm. from. Um, so we will kind of try and put our opinion out there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, our opinion is to help. We're not bashing on them because, you know, 
it sucks. It's part of being homeless. Mm -hmm. So let's see how... It's part of life. Yeah, it's part of life. So we'll see how we can turn it positive. Um, One other fact, like I mentioned at the beginning, there is not a lot of homes that are able to be affordable. Mm -hmm. And this... um, at this, at the statistics, statistics, yeah, you're good. You're good, you're um, good. show it uh, from twenty from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two, eighty eight thousand applicants waiting for listing for housing assistance. Mm-hmm. Eighty eight thousand. You know how many only get helped because this is the only house we're able to provide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a margin? Do you have a, a I number? I want to say maybe like three percent. Three percent out of three percent out of a hundred. You kind of are right because only ten thousand of them get helped. So like close, yeah. So close yeah, enough. Almost yeah, almost three percent. I would say. Uh, I would say maybe like ten percent. But those well, it's a very small. It's percentage. a very small percentage. And see, see, that's where like my pet peeve comes in because. There's people who absolutely need it. Right. Mm-hmm. There's people that really, really need it. And, you know, whether because maybe because they have a disability, maybe, um, you know, for whatever reason, they're just not able. They're están luchando, están tratando, you know, to to make ends meet. And then there's people who take advantage of the system. Yeah, like some may you're probably saying it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Some people use the system when they don't really need it. And, exactly. you know, where other times other people really need it, as you mentioned, yeah. mental health, seniors, mm-hmm. situations. And yeah, you're right. I mean, we should be aware that, you know, some of these systems are for people that are in, are in, need. Are in need. And sometimes you taking advantage of them can hurt the situations. Which hence, people who are taking advantage of the situation, people who are living within the within the, the house. What did you call it? Housing... Um, what did you call it? The housing support, pretty much housing support. Yeah, it's like a housing support. Yeah, housing and, support. Uh, navigation center. Yeah, so people who don't need it are receiving the housing support, and people who actually need it, maybe that's why they're, you know, then there's so much homelessness because there's people who, I mean, literally, like people who actually need the housing are outside, and people who don't need it. Right? Yeah. We see Section 8 places and people, whether BMRs, Mercedes. You know what? So. That's embarrassing. Like, how, how are you going to be flexing all this money, all, you know, your cars and everything, and you're living in Section 8? Again, if you but need then again, it, you know what? If you need it, if you use need it, you, it. If you need it, use it. But then you know what? What if you know? Let me take it. Let me t- let me take a step back because, like I said, I like looking at different perspectives. What if whoever had their Merce- whoever has their Mercedes, whatever, lost everything? They were thriving and they needed it, and maybe they're using it as a temporary support, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where that that's where it comes again. Temporary, making it temporary. We're like, okay, we're gonna be, we're gonna. I don't know how whole section eight works, but like, you have until this time to get back up on your feet and then you're gonna have to be out of here right because like there's just like now it's not now it's not just the nine to five now now you don't have to worry about the nine to five there's other things that you can work on just like you just like you said you know mexicans hispanics i'm not gonna just say hispanics mexicans hispanics like i i want to say that we're we're freaking hard workers Mm -hmm. like we don't just settle for like okay nine to five if the nine to five is not working then you know there's people selling fruit on on the corner of the street like 
qué vergüenza de que you know, un americano que nació aquí tiene la oportunidad de, de trabajar and they're just holding up a sign I'm hungry and there's another person who's has flowers in their hands you know for example or a fruit and it's like I'm trying to make money versus just getting it handed to me right which is easier right like it's crazy because I saw I saw a story where like um people who are holding up a sign are earning anywhere from like two twenty thousand to thirty thousand. I'm like, that's how much I was earning once upon a time working a nine to five. I'm like, man, mejor también voy a, voy a escribir en un cartoncito. That being like, hey, like, damn, it's so much easier. But like, you know what? My pride, my my pride, my joy to that well, you're, much- well, you're just trying to drive for yourself and try yeah. to make the most of it. And again, everybody's going to have a harsh moment and somebody's going to need help. Mm-hmm. But as you mentioned, let's try to think about it temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a temporary the thing. Day, yeah. People do need it. People do need it. And the help is not always going to be there. Laws are always going to be changing. So mm. meanwhile, you do have the help. Maybe Meanwhile, you do have that housing support. Meanwhile, you have this. What is it? The SNAP? I don't know what it's mm-hmm. called now. The the What is it called? Food stamps. Meanwhile, you yeah. have the food stamps. Try to figure it out. And yes, you might need some more time and you can request more time. Like, hey, you know what i need to apply for this a little bit more and just give yourself a little bit more time but then again there's the there's the it's easier said than done because you know i've thankfully gracias a dios que nunca hemos tenido we've never had to go through that right because we're both hustlers we both try to make you know make ends meet no matter what Mm -hmm. and thanks to you you know what i know there you know there's been times when you know it hasn't been great and you know you you've you've pushed through i've pushed through yeah, no we, matter what. we basically try to try to push ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're not saying we we're not being like um, orgullosos and say yeah. we're not going to use these uh, type of, of resources. Yeah, resources, yeah. But, you know, we have tried to just push and push because we're able to and somebody that is really in need mm-hmm. to, you know, have it. Yeah, thankfully, thankfully we have it. But yeah, like those who, who do need it, they're they're going to use it. Mm-hmm. And if in one day we do need to use it, then yeah, we know that we won't take advantage of the system because we know there's people who actually need it. Right. I mean, it's easy money, right? Who who wouldn't want just, you know, just the, just the money handed to them? No, 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 you wouldn't. No, because like I've, I've tried, everyone's different, but I think we both, we both, I mean, speaking for like, okay, I guess I'll speak for myself, but from what I've seen is that we both thrive from making like, like making, making an effort to make ends meet, to make our own money, even with what we're doing right now. Right. Like, even though we haven't had like, you know, it's, we're, we're growing, we're growing and we appreciate everyone, everyone's support, but we're growing and, uh, we're trying to do something that, you know, maybe eventually we won't have to depend on like a nine, nine to five job or whatever. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, again, social media, we don't see it as that, but yes, it's going to be probably rough at the beginning, Mm -hmm. but if you're able to make it, you're able to make something out of it without even thinking as like, oh, this could be my full-time job. This can be your full-time job. Exactly. And that's like, like, that's freaking, that's, that's what's freaking beautiful about our community. You know, we talked about Mexico, we talked about, and, and that's something that, you know, that's something that, that I do pride myself in, in in our culture, you know, not just Mexico, but again, you know, the, the full his, Hispanic community, de que le echamos ganas y, y que no nos rajamos. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Um, 
And again, it sucks. And I don't want to put um, numbers out here, mm-hmm. but I think this really shows that, as you mentioned at the beginning, there is about 61% that is American white mm-hmm. that are homeless. Mm-hmm. And then on the other factor, and this kind of blew my mind, and I was like, what do they mean mm-hmm. by, by non-Latino? So non-Latino is 64.3. Non-Latino, 64.3. So where do you think that comes from? Maybe like Chicanos? Yes. That's my my thought as well. I was like, what? Non-Latino, what does this mean? I was like, what are they talking about? Chicanos? So So we're still part of the white. Yeah. Yeah, Well, perdón. No, no, no. Not like like you and me. (laughs) Not like you and me. But like meaning like we have, we we are, somos heredados, you know, tenemos herencia mexicana. Yeah. Well, yo soy, yo sí soy mexicano. I got my stand for it. Okay. No, but okay. So like me, not you, me. But that's the thing. Yes. That's the thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it still sucks because we're like, what? Like. We were just talking about, you know, no Latino, no nos rajamos, but then part of us, mm-hmm. we do mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I don't know yeah. why. I mean, it, it, I just, it just blew my mind. I would to like see to know, that. I would like to know, like within those stats, what's the age? You know, like what are, what's the age range as far as, um, What's the highest age range or what's the common age range? Okay, well, to help you in this, and then this will be the last one of homeless, homeless our opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Um, seniors, 65 plus, homeless, um, they just put a number out there, 173 here in San Bernardino. 173 yes. Hispanic Latino? No, just home, seniors. Seniors. 65 and <gasps> That's higher. so sad. It is sad, um, but that's... That's the number. They gave out a number. And I think because this is probably the lowest number we mm-hmm. have as mm-hmm. um, on shelter or homeless. Mm-hmm. The 29% is chronic homeless. So it's almost like a repeat of yeah. homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's 29% of it. And then 20% of it is substance abuse or yeah. mental health disorder. Yeah. Now, I know you've mentioned this a little bit already. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we do see it, you know, out there. Um, unfortunately, a lot of it that I can tell it is from substance abuse. Mm-hmm. And this sucks. But I think we're lucky in one part because I've seen other cities that it's even worse. Yeah. And they're calling it like zombie cities because these people are literally just on the sidewalk that you're Mm -hmm. not able to walk through because, you know, they're in drugs. Yeah. You can literally get attacked. And sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Finish off whatever you have to say. That's it. And the most um, percentage that blew my mind. And my opinion, and I think I know why, is because us as men are, are always put as the household. We're always put You hold as, it down. Like, you guys hold, hold it, it down. down. We have the wide shoulders. Mm-hmm. 72% it's males. And you know what? Yeah, because, like, how many female, like, homeless... How, how, many, how many female there homeless is, but do you like, see out there? There is, but, like, there's probably... 
two out of the 10. Yeah. Because like, I'm female. trying to think like, you know, specifically trying to think like in, in like whenever I go to the gas station, the one right here, like down, mm. like down the street, like how many male homeless people do you see and how many female have you seen? And just, you know, just a couple of days it was, there was like, so there was like maybe, maybe like six homeless guys. Like I'm trying to think like where they were sitting. So, yeah, that's and then there was saying. one, one female that was homeless. almost three females out of 10, three, yeah. fem- three females out of the 10, right. Yeah. Are females and mm-hmm. seven of them are males. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, can you agree or can you elaborate on agree, it? Disagree. That basically is because of that. We always had that, that we're, we're the men of the household. Um, you got to learn how to do it. And unfortunately, sometimes we don't. And a lot of the factor, in my opinion, I would say that we're missing maybe a father figure. Mm-hmm. And this is where the percentage comes from. Yeah. High, the higher percentage. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it sucks as well because a lot of us men, we batch at each other instead of helping us and be mm-hmm. like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Almost as like pettiness. But honestly, we need to change that and be like, it's not pettiness. It's like, brother, what you need? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you struggling at? Let, I can help you. Like Let within me help your own you. family. Yes. Oh, as a male, you mm-hmm. just male to male. I oh, like a man to man. Yes. <sighs> There's just so many factors that can go into like, like why the majority are, are most, most men. Right. Right. I mean, there could be so many, so many other factors. Yes. It can be because, you know, there's a missing male figure in, in, in your family. But again, we need to pretty much change that, that whole, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That whole narrative, like we mm. need to change that narrative where it's like, oh, I'm the man, this and this and that. Like it should be where like, OK, like I don't have to have to do this. Like my partner can should be able to that. That's in a whole nother a whole nother topic. But like my partner should be able to do the same thing. Yeah, but there's like this we, whole, you know, the, the female, the whole motherly, like the mom takes well, care true. of the, the kids. So the mom sees their little pollitos is like, yo voy a luchar a huevo, like a little Mexican slang, you know, a huevo, does it? <laughs> a huevo, yeah, voy a luchar por, mi, por mis pollitos, por mi familia, and the male, like, why? Like, where's that disconnection, you know? At the, at you the know? end of the day, it should be a balance. There should definitely be a balance. Yes. Mood, another topic about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the and, last fact. Yeah, the last. And that's, you know, of homeless, like, yeah. that's where it comes from, kind of. I mean, there's probably way more information yeah. out there, guys. Um, but again, as you mentioned at the beginning, we don't know what people are going through. Yeah. So let's just be, you know, as nice as, as we can. Mm-hmm. And if we are able to help once in a while yeah. and it comes from our heart, let's try to do it. And, you know, there's a lot of factors to homeless. I know right now they say just help whenever you can. I'm like, I'm conflicted with that, but I'm not going to get into that. No, because again, if it comes from the heart. Yeah, if it comes from the heart. If you if you really want to help somebody out, help them out. Yes. Don't help them out. Just, you know, just be, I don't know. It's just. No, I mean, again, I told you a story earlier, like somebody asked me for something and I just told him, like, I'm sorry at the moment. Like, I wasn't rude about it. I was just like, no. And he kept bittering at me, like, blah, 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 blah. I'm not, again, I'm not trying to put him down. Mm -hmm. But, you know, instead of me trying to put him down or say something back, I just went in my car and drove away because, que nos vamos a ganar los dos. I know to so, be bickering. At even each other. sometimes that's even bigger than you know actually doing it and bickering yeah. at, at each other. When, who, whatever, 
I could yeah. be in a bad mood. He could be in a bad mood. He could be in a bad situation. Me as well. So yeah. let's just try to be positive whenever we can. Mm-hmm. And by doing this, helping each other. Yeah, helping each other. And all in all, you know what? I'm just. I just gotta say, looking at the, looking at it, looking at it. Oh my gosh, that tequila is getting to me. Ahorita voy a empezar a gritar la gritona. No. Um, so I mean, like I've said before, something that I that for me myself speaking speaking. What's he saying? Me, okay, so me, myself, and I, I guess speaking, speaking, for myself, uh, speaking for myself, yeah, speaking for myself, I, I, I guess I've always prided, my, and it's probably because the way that I was raised or the way that I, you know, that I saw things growing up, I'm slurring my words, am I gay? am I drunk right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling my tequilers right now, but I mean, I really pride myself in, um, in earning you know, in earning whatever, it, like whatever it is that I've, that I've accomplished, what anything that I like, you know, paying my, paying off my car. Mm-hmm. Like I'm super prideful about that. Like I did that myself. Well, you know, no, no, not myself because there was a moment when, you know, I lost my job. I, I wasn't employed. I did have to get assistance and you jumped in and, and you helped it out. But, you know, you were hustling, you were trying to make, you know, you were working two jobs at the same, uh, at, at one point. Um, and eventually I was like, you know what, like, pero no me quede sentada. I was just like, you know, I have to find something. And eventually, mm-hmm. yeah, thankfully I did. And that's something that I, that I'm really proudful of that prideful of that we both as Hispanics, Mexican, me, me, this Mexican American and that Mexican over there. Yes. Like we nos ponemos las pilas, you know, andamos oh, Mexican slang. Nos pon- no, we don't literally like put on our pilas guys, for those of you that don't know, but ponerse las pilas, you know, because if, for example, you know, for those that don't know what pónganse las pilas is, if a toy doesn't have batteries, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But if you put batteries on it, it's going to be like, let's go. Okay, so taking it back to it, but you know, nosotros nos ponemos las pilas, the Hisp- a lot of Hispanics that se ponen las pilas, that they work to make their ends meet. Um, and thrive, through, thrive and on thrive, that. And thrive, thrive on, on that, it. that you're able to accomplish it. Yeah. Even as small as, as you believe it is. Yeah. But think, reverse it and say like, I did it. Like you freaking did it. Yes. Like for us, for example, like the whole social media thing, like taking it back to the nine to five, like, yes, great. Like you can, you can definitely thrive on, on a nine to five, but then you all, you can also thrive on social media. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, growing up, I love being in front of the camera. And I'm like, now that I'm in front of the camera, like I, I feel like I, like I've said it before, I feel like I've, it's boosted up my confidence. And then for you, what's something that you feel that you, I you, you had mentioned to me, I think yesterday, like before, like What's something that 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 thrives from you, like from doing what we're doing right now? No, it's the same as what Coyote, you know, just his comment saying like, hey, I've been seeing this a lot. Like if I'm able to provide information to help out mm-hmm. and just this small little talk, mm-hmm. good. Like, you know, great. And then that's what thrives me to try and do this. Yeah. Yeah, no, same. And um, and luckily, like you know, we're, we're doing this, right. We, we're trying to learn all of the, all of the, all of the, the nicks and this and this and that. So luckily with this weekend, we were able to go to an event Mm -hmm. and basically, um, we did learn a little bit, but I think this event, and I think it makes it easier for somebody to start 
mm-hmm. trying to do social media or try to do yeah. something for themselves. Um, we were, this teaches you or gives you the background of the information that you, there's really not out there or more like yeah. a personal one-to-one mm-hmm. that you're able to, you know, bring into yourself and be like, oh, okay, I do want to do it. Or maybe, you know what? It's mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah. And you know what? Okay. So, so this event that we went to, it's called Elevate. Mm-hmm. And it was just a bunch of uh, it was um, a conference where a lot of Latinos, um, content creators, um, filmmakers, producers, just a bunch of uh, just just a bunch of people that just came together, to, came together to this conference. And personally, I feel like I, I did come out a little bit more motivated. I did come out with 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 a little bit of more knowledge. What about mm-hmm. how, what about yourself? Like, how do you feel after coming out after after the, going to that event? For me, I didn't really like it did. I'm not trying to brag, but it didn't really help me out that nature just because Mm -hmm. I said the background of it, they went more in depth into it. Mm -hmm. So that's nice to go to that type of event if Mm -hmm. you're starting. Now, you know, with the year that we have already and again, it is a year. So we kind of been uh, handling the situation of, you know, what cameras, cameras, audio, lighting, like we kind of already knew that, but something they hit was more of like your own personal of Mm -hmm. like, uh, this comes with it, meaning the bashing, the, um, you're not going to see the views. You're not going to see the, Money coming mm-hmm. in, you know, whatever. What motivates yeah, you? Whatever, what motivates you and what brings you down at the same time. Uh-huh. So they did hit that. So that is nice to go to those if you're wanting to start something. Yeah. You know, just because you, you they're very open and straight to the point. To yeah. Be honest. Yeah. And that's what I love. Like there was some things that, you know, really motivated me and like kind of give you like insight of like what it's like mm-hmm. to be like that. Because I. Everyone, like literally everyone who is um, successful in social media, in production, whatever it is, um, like they were from the gutter. They started with like where we are, literally where we're at right Mm -hmm. now. They probably struggled with views. They probably struggled with um, audio. It's funny how they like they mentioned like we literally had a had a had a a little mishap with uh, with audio. A blooper, right? Mm -hmm. A little a little blooper, right? With with audio, where it sounded like we were under a tunnel. So they've experienced that before. So I feel like that's where I was able to make a connection. Where it was like, oh, ha ha, like somebody like you know the 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 memory was full Mm -hmm. so that's something that that where where we were able to make a like a connection with them like oh haha and you saw me like i was like oh haha like yeah like again we i we mentioned our last one you know when we said like hey we know the audio was bad Mm -hmm. but we still went through it and again maybe somebody that had an experience or have has that type of mind to be like this happened but whatever let's just push it out mm-hmm. maybe that other person that hasn't experienced it or doesn't have that mindset will probably wouldn't even done it yeah so it's a bad and it's a good and a bad in some sense mm-hmm. but if you feel good about it to be like i'm putting it out whatever result it gets me i'm okay yeah. with it then great yeah mm-hmm. and just just really pushing it out there and they, they just had i mean all of the we got to see like a lot of panels and one of the panels i was so proud of to finally like see like like to see is um you know our very own you know from from our 
from, from our from the Inland Empire, right? From the Inland Empire, we finally got to see. Um, well, we we've seen them before once, but we got to see them like showcase and put their word out there of how they how they're successful is IE and friends, right? Yeah, I right? what is it? IE Network. Yes. Sorry if I totally butchered it. IE Entertainment Network. IE Entertainment Network. Yeah. One of the two, but yeah, shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to you guys. So and and we and I'm glad that we finally got to meet them and you know they shared they shared they shared their pieces, how motivated they are, how how they were speaking on how they were how they first started and to where they're at now. And that's something like where we can be, too, as well, as long as we put in the work and seguimos luchando, just like you have, like, you know, I know I know I came in like halfway and I was like, OK, like I kind of know how social media and all, and all of this works. But like after coming to this, it's just like, OK, like looking looking into their pages, looking into their content, like how does this pretty much all work and they're and they're latinos yeah and and me briefing on to that guys if you are wanting to start something don't be hesitate and go ahead and dm us at last one you know vamos in our instagram if you have any questions of like you know lighting um sound microphones any of that we're willing to help Mm -hmm. and i think this is what we see we saw that you know, these events, it'd be nice if you are a brand type of mm-hmm. continent creator yeah. to go back just randomly and, mm-hmm. you know, feed back to the community. Yeah. And maybe in the long run, we would try and do that, but we can start by doing it mm-hmm. now. As I mentioned, if you guys need any help of that type of nature, let us know. Just yeah. I just an mm-hmm. uh, instant uh, messenger. Or vice versa, right? Like the viewers, whoever, like if you're viewing this right now, I know it's it's uh, it's towards the end already. So if you're viewing this and you, you know, we're, we're saying like, oh, yeah, the lighting is great. If you feel like maybe or like a content creator, if you feel like maybe there's something that maybe needs to be adjusted or something that you think it will, it, anything, anything that you feel like the viewers will benefit from, like. Drop it in the comments. DM us. If you don't want to drop it in the comments, DM us. Yeah. And it's something that, that we honestly will appreciate because I feel like we are both open to... And there's always to learning. Criticism. We're there's always going to be learning. Yeah. Like we just learned last week or two weeks ago about the audio. We try to, you know, pay a little bit more attention to. And again, yeah. we're mm-hmm. human. There's always going to be error once in a while. Mm-hmm. So it's going to happen. issues. But I am going to say... Shout out to Duno and Brownback and Letty as well because they were able or Duno was able to help us. Guys, we've been having a year on this podcast. We mm-hmm. said that last time. And finally, you're able to find us in Spotify, Yay. Apple Music, Google Podcasts, <laughs> and Woo-hoo. Amazon Music. If you can see us or like Duno said, you guys are a little bit too old already. <laughs> you guys need to go ahead and put it on there to be able on to the on the audio. Yeah, so thank you, Duno, for kind of yeah. giving us that information. Uh-huh. Um, to be able to, to do that now for you guys. So yeah, and, look for us. And you know, I didn't even think about that because we we live in this, in such a fast-paced world, fast-paced world now that not not everyone has the time to like, you know, watch us. Right. So that's why there's Spotify. There's you know, it's literally and just a type and a click away. You you press play and then if you're on a road trip like 
I like going to Arizona. So when, when we went to Arizona, I think to Sedona, like I was just kind of like listening to it. I was just like, okay, let me listen to myself again. And it was, I mean, it's something that, you know, and I was driving. So it's really helpful because you're listening to yourself again and you're learning. Right. And it's helpful because the other part of it, like maybe our uh, age group is not of a visual, mm-hmm. but they're more of a listener yeah. or vice versa. Maybe mm-hmm. they're not able to see it, but they're mm-hmm. able to listen. And yeah. again, maybe in YouTube, you know, you have to have it playing, um, running yeah. and then you're not able to like close your phone or lock it. But in this way, you're able to lock it, but still listen to mm-hmm. it. So that's why yeah. it's a great way to, you know, have, have it on, uh, audio form yeah i'm so excited like i I, like last night when you were working on it i was just like oh my gosh you're on spotify again it took us a year but we're there again guys again again, it's a learning we're learning it's a learning uh, procedure don't think everything comes like a flash of a light Mm -hmm. i know we're like and i'm so excited i'm like oh my gosh we're on spotify i remember like before i think I think it was Pandora and then Spotify, but you know, eventually we'll be on all all platforms, annoying you guys. I see. Yes. I'm so excited. Well, anything else you have? And it was called Chicano Hollywood. If you guys ever want to look at it mm-hmm. and um, yeah, elevate follow as them, well, Chica- Chicano Hollywood with uh, Johnny Mu- Murillo, Mediano Murino Murillo. He's a producer. Okay. Yeah, amazing. Anything you guys have uh, else more, Margarita? That, that was our last all. one in Nos Vamos topic I'm for ready this to week. I'm ready to go celebrate Mexican Independence Day with the fiestas, fra- fiestas, fiestas patrias. Fiestas patrias. I was like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. I felt like the Grinch. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And we're going. Okay. Well, you guys, again, don't forget to subscribe, like, like comment and go follow us and our new way of listening to us again itunes spotify music amazon music and google podcasts all right we'll close it up margarita how does the himno nacional de mexico go Mexicanos a grito de oh watch me birth Alrighty, <laughs> let's go ahead peace out guys. I'll see you guys bye see you on the next one peace Mexicanos a grito de guerra.